You are listening to the Courageous Living Podcast with certified life coaches and ministry leaders, Sarah Tolbert and Heidi McLean. The Courageous Living Podcast is about you and how you can live courageously in spite of fear and past experiences. Their goal is to empower you with knowledge, skills, and techniques they share with their clients to help you live a more joyful, purposeful, and fulfilling life. Let's get started. Welcome to season two of the Courageous Living Podcast. At the beginning of every episode, Heidi and I will share our win for the week, and at the end, we will give you a challenge so that you can have your own win for the week. This season, we're doing things a little differently. We are interviewing amazing guests who are living courageous lives. Let's get started. Sarah, what was your win this week? So my win was sharing my testimony on a friend's radio show this past weekend. And it's, it's a win because I avoided it for so long because I didn't want people to think it was weird and that I was crazy. And like, you know, you, you worry about things and I'm like, I want to make sure I honor God in the best way. And so until I was really comfortable with it and kept getting encouraged to share my story And when I finally did, it was like, wow, there's so much freedom in that. And it was so powerful. And I thought, okay, you know what? Anytime I'm invited to share this story, I'm going to do it. And so it's been a while since I've shared it publicly like that. And so it was, it was fun to do that. And it just kind of gave me another sense of peace and freedom. And it does every single time I share my story. I think a lot of people can probably say that they have shared their story. So that was my win, just, you know, following the Lord's footsteps and doing what he's called me to do. And it felt good. And I got another little nugget of healing along that journey. So that was my win. What about you, Heidi? Well, thanks for asking. And that's amazing. And you did a great job. I was watching it the other day. So you did an excellent job. So I'm so grateful that you had that courage and and shared that with everybody. Um, My win this week, I have really made an effort to try and connect and to network. And one of the ways I've been doing that lately is through the Clubhouse app. And last night there was um, one of the rooms I chose to go into was talking about our subconscious mind. And it was just really neat to be able to not only connect with like-minded peers and professionals and to be able to create an even bigger community for support, but I was able to connect with a couple of individuals who came in to find healing and to find tools and things that they could use to help heal with their depression and PTSD. And it was just really neat to hear their stories and to be there in a supportive way and just really made me feel like, yes, I'm doing what God wants me to do. I'm fulfilling my purpose. And these tools that I have are for that reason to bless the lives of others. And so that intentionality of scheduling that time and being able to make those connections was just tremendous. And so for that, I'm going to call that my win for the week. So today we're really excited to have a special guest with us. We have Lorena Yo, who is a wife, mother, business leader extraordinaire or real estate extraordinaire, I should say, and uh, now nonprofit leader in the community. Um, Lorena, we're so excited to have you here with us. We'd love it if you would share your win for this week. Most definitely. Hello. So I do have a win that I thought of. Um, So I think a big win for me this week is, well, this morning I went uh, to a closing and the title lady forgot a very important document. So in the past, which I call BC, before counseling, <laughs> I would have been upset because it would, I would have felt that it was a reflection on me and my services. But this time, I didn't feel upset. I was cool about it. My clients didn't feel terrible that the title company forgot that important document. So I came home and I reflected on it and felt like, you know what? I think I have been healed because 
I didn't attach my identity to how different people was performing or even how the outcome was. So I really, really feel at peace and I'm actually proud of my work. I didn't realize it until now. I love that. That's amazing. That is such a great learning. And, you know, how many of us do that? I know I've been guilty of doing that in the past. And, you know, we set such high expectations for ourselves and and for others and sometimes get caught up and take ownership for things that we have no control over. And so I think that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, you know, tell everyone a little about yourself. You know, um, you moved here to the United States. I'll let you tell that story and tell us, you know, how you grew up and what your home life is like and what you do. Cool. Well, thank you. So I emigrated to the United States in 1996 on a, a school school visa. But my desire and my dream to come to the U.S. really happened when I was 12 years old. This is a funny story. Mm -hmm. At 12, back then, I was watching Beverly Hills 90210 on TV in Malaysia. So guess what? That is how I feel all Americans are in beautiful bodies, bikinis, and you drive around in a convertible Mustang. So I told myself at 12, I'm going to America someday and be just like that. So at 20, I got on a plane and I landed in Oklahoma. (laughs) Oklahoma 25 years ago was not Oklahoma today. So some people in Oklahoma get dressed in their PJs at eight o'clock at night. But my life, because I come from Malaysia and um, I live in a big city like Manhattan and San Francisco. So our lives really just start at 11 o'clock at night and to be in PJs or see people in PJs at eight o'clock at night. Oh my gosh. Talk about a reverse culture shock. There was no beaches no bikinis, and no bodies to look at. (laughs) So that was my life as I started in America. Um, And that's where also I met my uh, boyfriend, now husband, Mike. So together, we have two children, a middle schooler and an elementary um, school daughter, nine going on 15. I'm sure you know all about that. So, and my 13 year old, oh my gosh, he's so smart. He knows it all, you know? (laughs) And um, so my, um, I graduated with the civil engineering degree and went on to become a structural engineer. And I did that for eight years. In the meantime, I kind of did real estate part-time, then transitioned into real estate full-time. And that was my journey. And one of my greatest journey um, is that my husband and I started the Dave Ramsey program in 1996, because that's an important story of my life. Um, we paid off $450,000 in seven years. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. So we have been a part of um, our church for 17 years now, Hope Fellowship. And there we kind of help our congregation do financial uh, budgets and counseling and help people win their life and try to get rid of their debt and help them be all God created them to be by becoming debt-free. So that is one of our huge mission in our lives. Mike and I run a real estate company. We are small, local, but the, the people that we serve are people that we truly, truly love. We just want to be part of their real estate story. And um, through that time, maybe 2016, 17, that's when I uh, went to marriage boot camp and got really, really involved with Jim and Elizabeth's ministry. And that's how I got to know you, Heidi and Sarah. 
So that is, that's also another awesome part. And um, today I serve as a production director at Bootcamp. What that means is that I make sure that Bootcamp runs smoothly. That's my responsibility. He does an amazing job too, have to say. She does amazing at everything she does. Well, thank you so much. I went through the financial piece and there's a whole story there, but yeah, they're amazing guys. Okay, sorry, carry on. In 2018, I had a very, very bad car accident that almost took my life. Um, almost everybody knew about that. And I did my best to try to cope with life. That accident happened in May, right before school got out. But it was probably about November or so when I really, really cannot cope with life anymore. I started driving even when I don't feel comfortable. And I just felt like my, my brain, my mind cannot process how fast the cars are coming at me in order for me to take a safe right turn. So I felt like, okay, something's not right. I better go get help. In part because I have to take my kids in the car to places. So I didn't want to endanger them if there's truly some brain issue thing or processing. Mm. So I went to seek out help. And through that help, I got to know this um, doctor, this clinical psychologist. Her name is Dr. Nicole Grandjean. And through that, we did CPT, mm-hmm. Cognitive mm-hmm. Processing Therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, she told me it was going to take 12 sessions. I'm a slow learner. It took me 18 months. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yes, and um, I finished it during um, Corona year last year in mid-2020. And since then... Life has never been the same in a positive. Wow. Absolutely. That is amazing. Wow. So like, I'm just sitting here trying to process everything you said, because, you know, obviously our podcast is called Courageous Living. So what country did you move from? I don't think we talked about that. What country did you move from? From Malaysia. Malaysia. Okay. Thailand and Singapore. Okay, so you move from Malaysia when you're 20, expecting 90210 Beverly Hills, and you land in Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> Which, that is funny. In the middle of nowhere, no oceans, no fast cars. It's very slow and easy, but it takes such courage just to make that transition because. You don't know what you're going to expect and you did it by yourself. And then you, you move forward and you meet your husband and you do the Dave Ramsey program and $400,000 you pay off. That in and of itself is huge and it takes determination to do that. Then you start your own company with your real estate. That owning your own business takes courage because there's no guarantee income. It's what you do. And then by the grace of God, you know, things fall into place. And so that's courageous living. And then you talk about this car accident that you're in and being so aware of what you were experienced to have the courage to then reach out. And then you said your process was 18 months so many of us want the answers today. We want the solutions today. So to be willing to hang in there and trust the process and give yourself that time for healing. Wow, what great courage. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, but how amazing is that? So what gave you, as you made all these choices, what gave you the courage or strength to go ahead and say, I'm leaving my country. I mean, I know the dream of what you thought America looked like is obviously a motivating factor, but to actually get on a plane and go to another country, like what gave you that strength and courage to do that? You know, um, I want a better life for myself. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm willing to step outside my comfort zone. That tends to be my ongoing personality. I don't know if Americans truly know that America is the land of opportunity. So as a foreigner, we've always looked at America as, as the American dream, so to speak, and the benefits that you get to observe and experience every day is such a privilege. So I've always thought it's cool to be an American <laughs> and my um, citizenship journey took yet another 11 years. I mean, it took a long, long, long time for my husband and I it's not easy, but we're so grateful we're here. We're so grateful to be a part of the contributing society here to make this place a better place. And now this is home for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So definitely, I, I love America. I believe in the opportunity. I believe in equal opportunity. And, and the beautiful part is that I was a foreigner. No Americans needed to give me anything. I worked hard, yes, but at the same time, this country gave me the opportunity to rise up because I was hardworking. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I love that. You know, it's interesting too, because you went from, from that mindset, you were a very hard worker. I mean, everything you touch just, I feel like turns to gold because you yes. put heart and soul in. It. So what was the transition like between your business before, so what you went to school for, and going into real estate? Like that's a huge separation. So what was that? Because that also takes courage because here you spent all this time going to school to do this thing. And then it's like, you know what, I'm going to do something totally different. Why not? Where did that courage come from? You know, if I can actually share a part of my story in 2004 my husband and I gave our life to Christ mm -hmm. and that's how we found Hope Fellowship our current church now and in 2006 we signed up for our first ever mission trip to Africa oh wow and in the foothills of a rural village in Kenya I literally heard audibly that God said that I'm supposed to quit my full-time job and be a realtor in Frisco, Texas. And my mission field is Frisco, Texas. It's not Africa, so don't worry. I don't have to live in a mud house or go to sleep at seven o'clock at night because there's no electricity. And he said, you know what? You have been worried because over time, although I had all these positive things happen in my life, Financial security had become my God, truly, because yes. I am 30 hours a plane flight away from my father that can come and help me. Now I felt like all my security is in finances and mm -hmm. I've held on to that a lot. And when I heard God say, well, your mission field is in Frisco, Texas, I came home and I gave my boss a eight week notice completely wow. unheard of why because my friend said oh that's a wrong move he usually decides on bonuses after thanksgiving and they disperse it by mid-december for us to have christmas i some couple of years before that i had actually tell him that hey i'm doing real estate part-time maybe someday i will quit and do this full-time and he said larina you are such a personal helper to me. Can you give me more time when someday you want to transition? So I kept my promise, gave him an eight-week notice. Typically, my bonuses was like two, $3,000. I think one year I got five. That was like, great. Guess what? He sent me out the door with $20,000 in Whoa. Because I felt, on my end, I felt like, I honored my word, regardless of whether it was the right exit strategy in corporate America or not. So mm -hmm. I just completely fell 
felt the Lord was leading me. Yeah. And at that time, two years in, I was a relatively new believer. I didn't know if I'm doing the right thing, but I, I love God. And I knew that he would not guide me wrong, especially when I could hear it audibly. Yes. So that's what I did. I came home. I created a real estate website with nothing except for Frisco, Texas information. Guess what? Everybody knows me as the Frisco girl at that point. Now I'm more like a Frisco lady. (laughs) But I did that. And in the real estate world, that's unheard of because realtors want to sell every place. But right. I only focused on Frisco, Texas. I became known as the person that knows my area so well. And it was a really huge benefit because people were moving to the area, finds my website, finds my YouTube. They pick up the phone and say, hey, Lorena, I want you to be my realtor. So... That's part of how we paid off that $450,000 in seven years. That is amazing. And just for our listeners, we want to definitely give them access to you. What is your website for your real estate company? Very easy. It's three numbers, 316realestate.com. So what made you choose 316? I pray a lot. So I heard that through one of my prayer sessions and a lot of people thought that 316 comes from John 316 but no it actually came from 1st John 316 now that we know what Christ has done for us we have to do for one another love that before that I didn't know this scripture existed wow you know I want to touch on this for a minute because this this is the epitome of courageous living because you said you heard God. He said, do this. You didn't question it. You didn't go, oh, how am I going to make a living? Oh, what am I going to do? How's that going to happen? Where's that going to come from? You just said, yes, Lord, I'm here. I'll do whatever you need. And he showed up and he showed out and he provided everything you needed like that's what I want people to understand. If you will trust in the Lord when you hear from him and your obedience, he takes care of everything else. And that is courageous. It's a huge leap of faith. I mean, I I can totally relate to this. I've quit two jobs for the same reason. He's like, I need you to leave because I need you to be home with your kids. And I'm like, my kids are fine. They have people to help them and they're in school. And, but when I did it, I really understood why he said to do that. And then another time quit this job because I need you to start this business and I need you to reach people and I need you to share your testimony and I need you to do this. And I'm like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to make money doing that just yet, but I trust you, Lord. And it's the same thing. He provides everything, but that is courageous living right there all on its own. Just saying, yes, Lord, what do you need? I trust you. I'm not going to question you and I'm just going to do it. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That was awesome. Has there been anything that has come up since then? I know the accident for sure, but anything else that has come up that was like that, where you're just like, you know what, I'm just not even going to question this. I'm just going to go through this process. I'm going to go and do what the Lord has called me to do. And maybe it's the accident. Maybe he spoke to you during that and said, you know, I allowed this for whatever reason, or can you share something else, you know, like that too, that, that would show that courageous living continued? Sure. Sure. I want to show and share that I'm still human after all. Okay. So the 18 months of therapy, um, I start to feel that God's asking me to take care or of divorced women. Wow. Okay. I heard that. I didn't, this time I didn't hear, Lorena, you need to do this. You know, <laughs> I, so I, I, I did question myself. And this time, maybe about a year, two years ago, I told God, 
guess what? I'm going to try to be disobedient this time. <laughs> oh, how'd that work for you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, you know what? I've personally never been divorced. How can I lead somebody through that journey? And what I heard God said, or at least felt it in my heart, is that, Lorena, I'm not using you for your experience through divorce. I'm using you as a connector, as a oh. connection, because uh, my husband and I know a lot of people. We are very, very well connected. Yeah. And that's why I want to use your influence so other people can be helped. I don't need you to go through a divorce. I don't need you to know how to counsel people. I just need you to be their friend, to walk them through one of their most difficult journeys of their life. So I was like, okay, after two years, I said, okay, maybe I need to start picking this back up. And I prayed about it. And I spoke to my husband. I even created a small, simple business plan. And I, I felt like I wanted to create a nonprofit like Sarah. I don't know how this thing is going to work for me financially, but I don't care. For me, it's yeah. not about the money. It's about truly, I've personally seen some of my closest friends go through divorce. It's nothing I wish on anybody but I just want to provide the resource to help them transition into the next chapter of their life. I just want to be a small part of their story. That's it. Divorce. I mean, I've been through it. Heidi's been through it. It is a death. Like it really is a death and it is traumatic and it is painful. Even if you want the divorce, if you don't want the divorce, it's all the same. It, it's just trauma. So I love, love, love that you said yes to that and that you're moving forward with that. That's amazing. You're going to help so, so many people. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately in the condition of the world right now, where there's 50% of marriages that end up in divorce, there's such a need. And, you know, I think with I can only speak from my own experience, but I think Sarah would agree, you know, when, when you're going through the process as a woman, not only are you trying to manage the heartache, but you're still putting on, here's my employee hat or owning my business hat. Here's taking care of my kids hat. Here's taking care of my home. And so you don't just navigate yourself, you navigate so many other things. So what a powerful gift you will be to so many people. Absolutely. If administration if, is a gift that comes with systems and processes, I am your person. Unfortunately, when a marriage resolves or dissolves into a divorce, it's business transactions after business transactions after business transactions. I want to be the third party to help you like, okay, should I take this 50-50? What about kids custody? Uh, you know, how many days a week? What, whatsoever. Unfortunately, it will turn into a business transaction. Mm -hmm. and, you, and I assume that the person going through a divorce is an emotional wreck. It is hard to make decisions while trying to care for yourself, your children, if you have children. So I will then step in as the business person in a divorce. I know it doesn't sound very emotional. It doesn't sound very loving, but that's how I love the people. Um, or at least I feel like that's how I need to love the people that, come across you know this this new ministry of mine actually it's extremely it loving there is a shock factor that's involved it took me a good six to eight months 
for that shock to wear off. And in that shock time, you know, people are making these lifelong decisions, like you said, about visitation or about, you know, what your financial future is going to be. And I know for me, I just, I could not process it all. So having somebody who's objective, who's like, you know what, Heidi, you may not be looking out for this, but this is something that you might want to consider, especially if you're going to go into mediation, because sometimes you'll get an attorney or you guys decide on one person, you go into mediation and basically one person will say, well, I want this. The other person will say, I want this. And that attorney will use his or her skills and make it seem like you're getting what you want, but really you may be giving up something that you really didn't want to give up. And so to have somebody prepare you for that or just hold your hand and say, okay, here's even a mock session of what that's going to look like. And let's think about 10 years down the road. What happens if your company moves out of state? What happens if you remarry or, you know, whatever, just those are things that in retrospect, I wish I had thought about or had somebody to guide me through, but it was just me. And I was just trying to get up in the morning and put my feet on the floor. And so, you know, I'm thinking I'm making the best decisions, but when you're in shock like that, you just can't. So what a super loving thing to do is to have somebody walk you through the process and say, not only, you know, here are some things you may want to think about, but here's also tools and resources because, I didn't have a clue and just trusting on people. I had just moved to Texas from out of state. I didn't know many people. And so it's like, okay, well, you're, I trust you. And if you're friends with this people that this person who's an attorney, then I'll just go with it. Right. But it may or may not be the right fit. And there's so many people who are impacted. So I think what an amazing gift and thank you so much for listening to that call. There's something else I want to add to that too, because like Heidi said, it is such a loving thing to do because for me, when I was going through my divorce, I was not myself. I was a whole different version. I didn't know who she was. She was insecure. She was scared to death. She was isolated. She felt like she had no one. Like I was a different person. And so if I would have had someone like you come in at that time to encourage me and lift me up and show me by what you're doing, like you're showing them you have value, you have worth, let's get you, you know, on the right track here. Because when those emotions get involved, it's like, we don't hear anything. We don't see anything. We're just scared. We want out. We want to be done with it. And so to have you come in so lovingly saying, okay, I know I understand you're in a really tough spot. Here's what we should probably be looking at for you. And I'm, I'm in this for your best interest. And it just kind of takes some of the sting away and it helps to encourage and lift them up. If I would have had that, I would have been like, you know what? I am valuable. I am worth, worth something. I do deserve peace in this process. Even though it's difficult, I deserve to have someone that has my best interest at heart. Attorneys are great, but they're there for a process. Like you said, their job is to get you through this. Here's, here's all the things you got to do. Boom, we're done. Some of them are out to get money for themselves. So it's like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this to them. Let's get this from them. And it's like, no, I don't want all that. I just I want out peacefully. I want a peaceful transition and I want someone who I know cares about me. And that's exactly what you're going to provide, which is so amazing. Like I'm thinking back going, man, I wish I had somebody like that back then. So yeah, I just wanted to tag that on there too, that the emotional stuff that, that someone in divorce goes through, it's, it's really nice to have someone kind of come alongside and partner you know, cause you've either got one person on one extreme or the other, they're mad and angry and sad too, and frustrated, or they don't care. <laughs> so to have someone come in, I care and I want the best for you and you're going to make it through this. Like, that's beautiful. I love it. Okay. That was all I wanted to add it on that. <laughs> so, um, where are you in this journey to this nonprofit? What's it called? Do you have a website? How can we help promote that? Cause clearly Sarah and I like like she mentioned, have been through it and we're very passionate about this new undertaking for you. So, so give us a little more information about that. Okay. So my hope 
for this ministry is to help people pre-divorce or during divorce or post-divorce. Somebody might come in and said, hey, I'm considering a divorce. Then if I can gather mm-hmm. my resources and say, hey, maybe you should talk to this person. And because some people who's considering a divorce may not know what the process is like. Or somebody may find me during the process or after the divorce, there's still lots of things to work through. So my heart and my desire is to get all these resources ready for a person who needs this um, platform. So Mm -hmm. my heart is to get involved or get to know um, divorce attorneys, mediators, financial people, real estate people, mortgage people, um, and even as simple as a resume writer, because some yeah. ladies might need to go back to work and she has yeah. not been working for the last 10 years. How is she going right. to polish her, her resume? You know, just anything that somebody might potentially come through. And my heart, and again, I don't know if the both of you know this, but I would definitely love to invite you and Sarah, Heidi and Sarah, to be one of the counselors. I just want to be that resource. I prayed about the name. It's called Restore, Renew. And the website is restorerenew.me, M-E. It's in the works. Truly, this is like a baby still, still in the womb, you know? So you won't find a whole lot on the website right now. And what, today is May of 2021. I hope that, I mean, I am doing my best with all the rain that we're having. We're gonna, I'm gonna have to work more inside than playing out in the yard. But that is my desire is to create that platform. And I, for once, I'm not gonna really come up with what I envision the end result to be this time, I want it to be a collaboration with other professionals. It's something new. I've never done work this way. Usually I dream, I visualize and I execute. But this time I truly want it to be a group effort. So it's going to be a collaboration. I don't know how the final product would look like, but I'm going to depend a lot on what I call as founder partners. And uh, mm-hmm. Heidi and Sarah is going to be two of them. Yes. <laughs> shape yeah. this thing. Seriously, because I definitely could use all the experience I can get. And I think this is the, this is the different me. The old me, I would have done everything by myself because I think I'm smarter than everybody else. <laughs> the other the new me is that you know what I really don't know and I don't want and I want to tell people that hey what you're doing is just utilizing me as a resource that's all I love that that's courageous living all in itself and oh my gosh we are honored to be asked to join that that's amazing thank you we accept. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And just based on that, so you mentioned wanting to partner, you know, with some attorneys and so forth. So if you wouldn't mind just listing again, what you're looking for and how, if people want to get involved, how they can reach out to you so that maybe you can help establish your team going forward. So you mentioned mediators and attorneys. Are there any other um, professionals that you would like to partner with and how can they get a hold of you if they want to partner with you in this new ministry? Yes. So on my website, I will have um, a partner um, list. I want people that want to utilize this platform to know that these professionals have been vetted. So they would be people that are trustworthy, people that I would personally do business with if I needed them, people that I trust. So um, for me, um, it would be as simple as, hey, if I reached out to you, call me back. And um, I definitely, you know, I'm going to have to do marketing on both ends. One is to create a strong resource platform 
of uh, providers. I would like counselors, life coaches, resume writers, headhunters, um, uh, financial planners, because some people need to divvy up their you know, assets, um, mortgage people, title people, real estate people. On the other end, also I need divorce attorneys. I need attorneys of all kinds. I just want people who are willing to contribute to this ministry. And I want it to be a ministry from the heart. I, I, I honestly don't know how this thing is going to monetize, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But if there is money to be made, it's going to be for everybody to share. But the most important thing is that we are helping, we, we collaborate and help these people to be there for them, for those who had walked through this difficult journey that you wish you had something like this. I'm sure y'all will relate that this is, I think, a much, much needed resource in yeah. my heart. And again, this is where I think and grow big will work the Dallas market and eventually I want to transition this to a men's group also. And mm -hmm. then at the same time, we can replicate this all over the different cities in the country. That's amazing. What a, what a great mission. So like Sarah said, we are so incredibly honored to, to know you and to be able to support you in this and encourage anybody out there um, who has those talents to reach out as well. And that was restorerenew.me and she'll have that list in a way to contact her on that. So let's just shift focus to a little lighter uh, topic as we wrap up here, if that's okay. So. This is an interesting question. I, I found it hard for myself to answer um, a little bit, but what is your favorite thing about yourself? Hmm. <laughs> Thank you for catching me this way. <laughs> Sometimes some people might consider me as a serious person, but I'm actually a very fun person, but fun, not like in a volleyball game or whatever. I do crazy. I do crazy. And I live on extremes. And a lot of times I kind of want to center myself more. And that's why I had these two tattoos on my arms. I don't know if you can see them. But in the Jewish world, a Jewish man has two pockets. One pocket would say, I am nothing but ashes and dust. And then the other pocket would say, for this world, I was created. So you Ooh. live on the high and you live on the low. And that tends to be me. So I want to be reminded to live in between rather than the highs and the lows. So all I can say is I am crazy. I can <laughs> I, well, y'all both know me. I'm, I, I can do crazy. That's why I love you so much. Because yes. <laughs> we do. <laughs> That's why we get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so let's see. Another serious question here. Who is your celebrity crush? <laughs> oh my goodness. Hmm. Right now? Actually, it used to be um, from Grey's Anatomy, uh, Patrick Dempsey, McGee. Uh, <laughs> and oh, you know what? Okay, it definitely has to be Harvey Specter from The Suits. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, I love that man. I love <laughs> Harvey Specter. I don't like Gabriel Mark. Not <laughs> <laughs> very clear. <laughs> I love a polished man in a suit. I mean, that is yeah. like that that's is sick. eleven on a ten on a scale one to ten. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so this is gonna be a little personal. If you don't want to answer, you don't have to, and we can edit it. So, has uh, does Mike know this? That's her husband, and has he ever um, fulfilled your fantasy that way? <laughs> So Mike knows that I love a well-dressed man. Mike knows that I love a man that has square jaws, 
right? So yes, Mike knows I watched the suits because I love Harvey Specter. There's nothing my husband doesn't know about me. In fact, he might know me more than I know myself. So no secrets <laughs> there. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> they are such a great couple. And, mm -hmm. you know, their relationship is one that I would love to be able to find and emulate. Definitely. Mike is so supportive and and I love that you guys get to work together and serve together and it's fun to see them banter and just it's such a blessing. So yeah. I'm glad he's that you truly, have him in your life. He's truly my best friend. And, you know, for mm -hmm. the both of you that know Mike, if I can just brag on him a little bit. Oh, my yeah. God. He is truly a good, good man. Anybody that he calls friend, oh my gosh, is, is such a blessing to be his friend because he really, truly takes care of you. So um, at boot camp, we served together. Yeah. At work, we served together. It wasn't very easy at the beginning because he's such a smart man and I think I'm smart. At the beginning, when we started working together, it was, oh my gosh, six months of pure hell because I... <laughs> created this company so I that's my baby so what do you mean by you don't like this or you think you can do this better oh really but eventually <laughs> I came to accept that truly Mike Mike really has a great heart he really truly comes from the heart of a servant and that I should be more open and listen to his suggestions so that's what I learned in what 24 years of being in a relationship with him Oh, I concur. He's amazing. Again, you know, I, I met the Yos 10 years ago and he was one of my first impressions of our church because he's one of the first people I met in a class. And I will never forget because I was going in there so insecure. I had a young daughter. I'm a single parent. I'm a mess. And I think I was even pregnant with my middle daughter at that time. And I remember walking in there thinking, these people are going to judge me. They're going to look at me funny. They're not going to welcome me. And he was one of the first people, arms open wide. Hey, welcome to Hope. It's so good to have you here. And I'm like, it is? <laughs> really? Okay. And he was just so loving and kind. And he talked to me when other people just kind of turned and went the other way. But he was, yeah, he's amazing. You two are like power couple. I just freaking love you all. <laughs> so I just had to add that about Mike in there too. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that you shared with us about him because he is tremendous. So just the last question, what is one of your biggest obsessions? Ooh. You know, um, so this is what Mike said about me recently. I transition obsession to obsession to obsession, but my biggest, you want to call it um, uh, character, is that once I bite on it, I'm not going to let it go until it's done. So mm. that can be bad sometimes. Like now is spring, so we are going into yard work season. Sometimes I don't stop until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. He would have to pop his head into the yard and say, hey, I'm going to bed. He, he wouldn't say, hey, it's too late. Now it's time for you to get in. He, he'll be like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. So that gives me a hint. So, okay, 10, 30. Oh my gosh, it still takes me an hour to shower and to dry my hair and all before I go to bed. So my obsession really has gone from one thing to another to another, but here is my post-counseling life. I want to experience life. I'm not going mm -hmm. to be that same boring person that works all the time. Guess what? Through Corona year, it has been my best life. I experienced putting a pool in. I experienced putting a backyard in. I got myself into loving Ray Dunn pottery. Okay. <laughs> that is not yes. I got into making tassels, I got into painting furniture, so I mean, hey, I got a ton of obsession, I'm, I just love trying new things, tr truly, and that, I cannot say that that has always been my character, because I want to be known as the serious, boring engineer, but guess what, it's not the same when you're experiencing life, so I 
definitely enjoy. And this is one of the fun things that I get to do. I get to share my story. I get to be on my on your podcast. I was like, I've been listening for so long. I was like, oh my God, you mean you really want to hear my story? I love your podcast. So this has Thank been fun you. too. Thank you. Lorena is our biggest fan. <laughs> As you can tell, there's obvious reasons why we wanted Lorena. She is remarkable in so many ways and her entire life is courageous living. And we're just so grateful and honored to know you and for you to be here with us today. And just to recap for people, if you want the professional, the person who knows everything about real estate in Frisco, Texas, reach out to Lorena and Mike at 316realestate.com. And if you'd like to support their new ministry and nonprofit organization, Restore Renew, reach out to them there. We would love to partner with you. I know she'd love to partner with you. RestoreRenew.me. Lorena, is there anything else you'd like to share before we close for the day? Well, I just want to say thank you so much for this opportunity to let me share my story so that uh, I'm able to hopefully encourage one or two person out there. Um, I don't always know everything, but I just want people to know that you just have to step out. You just have to step out and, and try. And when you don't succeed, it's not a failure. It's another learning curve. Yes, and that's a perfect way to wrap this up because we always wrap up with a weekly challenge. And so on what Lorena said, step out. If there's something you have been called to do, if there's something in your soul that is like, I have to do this, but I don't know how, your first step is just get out there and start. Just start day one, whatever it is, commit to doing that thing that scares you the most or that thing that you've been called to do. So that is your challenge this week. We would love to hear about it. And thank you for listening this week. We will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening today. Like and follow Sarah and Heidi on their Facebook page, Tolbert and McLean Coaching, and share with them your stories, thoughts about today's episode, and let them know what topics you'd like for them to discuss. If you have any questions for Sarah and Heidi or would like to schedule a coaching session, you can email them at tolbertandmclaincoaching at gmail.com. See you next week.